Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, toys, and more. Passing on the faith through proven play-based learning. Catholic mom design, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more. And check out our new free Saint of the Day app, where you can listen to all your favorite Saint Stories for Kids episodes and view the Saint artwork. The free app is available in the iTunes App Store and is coming soon to Android as well. Today we'll be telling the story of Saint Gonzalo of Amarante, whose feast is celebrated on January 10th. Gonzalo was born to a wealthy noble family in 1187 in Vizela, Portugal. Gonzalo knew from a very young age that he wanted to become a priest. He studied hard, gave away all his inheritance to his nephews, and was ordained by the Archbishop of Braga. Gonzalo felt a call to visit the Holy Land on pilgrimage, so he left his nephew, who was also a priest, in charge of his parish and left on a journey that would take over 10 years. When he came back, his nephew did not welcome him. In fact, he sicked his dogs on him, chasing Gonzalo away. After praying for guidance, the Virgin Mary appeared to him and told Gonzalo to join the Order of Preachers, also known as the Dominicans. Gonzalo went to Amarante to start a house for the Order and spent his time preaching to the people and healing them. Saint Gonzalo died in 1259 and is the patron saint of several towns in Portugal and Brazil. Now it's time for our story. Gonzalo took a step back just in time as yet another door slammed in his face. He sighed, said a prayer for the people that lived there, and moved on to the next house. But again, he was turned away empty-handed. Anyone else would have stopped trying at this point, after hundreds of people had told him to go away and denied his requests for donations. But Gonzalo couldn't give up. He had watched too many people die trying to cross the river to stop trying to build a bridge. From the very start, when he told people what he wanted to do, they laughed at him. Who cares if there's a bridge there, they said. Who cares if the peasants that had to cross to go from village to village were in danger? It isn't our problem what happens in that middle of nowhere place. But that river crossing near Gonzalo's home in Amarante had caused so much pain and suffering for the people Gonzalo loved. The villagers that came to visit and hear him preaching on their travels to the countryside were so kind. When the river Tamego became swollen in the fall and spring with heavy rains, the rushing waters were dangerous to cross. Gonzalo was determined to build a bridge and save lives. Feeling worn out and discouraged, Gonzalo decided to call it a day and go home. He had only taken a few steps outside the town when he saw a very richly dressed man approaching on a horse. Gonzalo smiled at the man as their paths crossed and asked him what he asked every person he came across if they could find it in their hearts to donate what they could spare to help fund the building of the bridge in Amarante. You want to build a bridge, the rich man said, over the Tamego River, in the middle of nowhere, in a place few people even know or care about? Gonzalo nodded and smiled. The rich man could tell he was not going to be able to get away from this man easily. And right now, people use a ford to cross it, the man asked. Yes, that's correct, Gonzalo replied. Well, said the rich man, who did not want to part with his money, if that's how people have always crossed the river, it doesn't sound like a bridge is necessary. People can continue the way they always have. But it's a very dangerous way to cross the river. The ford is only low half the year, and the other half it swells and rushes and... 
but the rich man cut Gonzalo off. Well, surely, if it's worked fine enough for this long, it will continue to do so. Only if fine enough means people losing their lives every year, Gonzalo exclaimed. But the rich man continued trying to talk his way out of the donation. No one builds bridges in the middle of nowhere. Bridges are built, but this time Gonzalo was the one to interrupt. Bridges are built where they are needed, he said with a smile. The rich man sighed heavily, now fully realizing that he was not going to be able to talk his way out of a donation. But a wicked gleam appeared in his eye, and he took out of his bag a slip of paper and a pen. He smiled at Gonzalo and wrote something on the paper, then folded it up, he handed it to him, and said, My dear fellow, take this paper to my wife. She is back home in our castle. She will give you what I have asked of her. Gonzalo's heart swelled with hope. Maybe finally, finally, someone was going to help him. He blessed the rich man, thanked him profusely, and then hurried down the road towards the castle. It was a long and tiring journey, and by the time Gonzalo got there, he was starving, thirsty, and dirty. But his determination to help the people and build a bridge had kept him going. By the time he was finally allowed to see the lady of the house, it was late in the evening. Weak from fatigue and hunger, Gonzalo explained to her why he was there and handed her the paper. The lady of the house was just as fond of parting with her money as her husband, and when she saw what was written on the paper, a wicked smile crept across her face. She snorted with laughter to herself, not even trying to conceal her mirth at what was written there. She looked at Gonzalo with disdain and said, This is what my husband has written. This man is poor and crazy. Give him as many coins as equal the weight of this piece of paper. She smirked at Gonzalo. My husband has always had a good sense of humor, although even I admit this is a rather cruel joke. You've come a long way for nothing. Gonzalo was disappointed, but he didn't let it show. All right, he said, I will take the weight of the paper and coins. The lady rolled her eyes and pulled out her scales. She placed the pair of scales on the table in front of them and then casually placed the paper on one side. She then selected the smallest coin she could find and placed it on the scale. But much to her surprise, the scales didn't move. She looked at the scale and mumbled to herself that the piece of junk must be broken. So she took the paper and coin off and tried weighing some gold and silver pieces. The scale worked just fine. That was odd, she said. It seems to be working just fine. So she put the paper back on one side and the small coin on the other, but it didn't move. So the woman added more coins and more coins and still more coins until it was a heaping pile of gold, silver, and bronze. By this point, even a broken scale would have fallen over from the giant pile of coins stacked on one side. How can this be? She cried out in disbelief and Gonzalo could hardly believe his eyes either. His heart was once again filling with hope. He had known that if he kept trying, God would find a way to help him. And so she added even more coins to the scale, until finally the paper moved and the scales became level. The lady took the coins off the scale and counted them out and put them in a bag and handed them to Gonzalo. She was no longer smirking, but looked afraid and ashamed for her earlier mistreatment of the holy man. She told him the amount that was in the bag, and Gonzalo could barely contain his joy. It was the exact amount he needed to build the bridge. The Lord thanks you and your husband for your great generosity, Gonzalo said to the bewildered lady as he took his bag of coins and left. 
The story of St. Gonzalo reminds us that trying to make a fool of another person will really cost you. St. Gonzalo, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time!